3: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
0: Hello, it's Josh. You are listening to the Murder Hobros. How are you doing? So um, this is our Malafoe game today. Season four game, technically one last week's game was game zero, an introduction to the set And we start to delve now into the world of Malafoe. And I'm really excited about it. The mechanic is is different for us. I had a huge amount of editing this week getting the episode ready because in the episode when we was playing it, we didn't know really how to play it. And it uses cards instead of dice. And it took us a long while to get our head around it. Eventually, we did. And I've got to say I really like this. The, the rules are fine when you get your head around them. And the game is fantastic. The setting is brilliant. So the stories we can tell hopefully are, are entertaining. I, I know that I fondly look back on the games we played with this and we've got some really nice bits coming. So I'd like to know what you think. If you've been with us from the beginning, if you've played any of these games yourself, if you've listened to us as we've played through different mechanics, I'm curious to see you know what's resonating with you. If you're enjoying, if um, you prefer different formats... Let us know. If you've been listening for a while, you know how to do it. Twitter, at Murder If you're not, by all means, please reach out. It will only help us make this better. I'm going to throw you straight in today as we return to our new characters as they are on a train and something strange is happening. Enjoy the show. So you guys uh, were in Santa Fe about to take the Iron Ram, the train that goes through the breach into the dimension portal, the dimensional portal to Malifaux. Uh, It was super hot. You managed to get onto the train and find some seats, which conveniently puts all of you together. And I believe she helped an older gentleman by the name of Vito Sessa, a puppet master, it turns out, uh, put his stow his his luggage, a big old case up on the top shelf. Once everyone got in place, uh, there was a delay before the train was able to depart. And it was because they were loading up the convicts in a, uh, a carriage car further down the line. Seems that convicts are put to work across in Malifaux, in the mines and such places by the guild. And uh, once they were loaded up, there was a piercing scream of the whistle and the train headed towards the portal. I'll read you the fluff again. The first and second cars of the train disappear into the shimmering silver-blue portal, one after the next. Your car is right behind them, and from your perspective, the glowing light almost seems to be rushing through the train like a tidal wave. As you plunge into the dimensional rift, an intense feeling of vertigo assaults your head, triggering an intense headache, the likes of which you've never felt before. The pain only lasts for a moment, but when you open your eyes, you and the people seated next to you are the only ones on the train. Everyone else, the passengers behind you, the old man who had been seated across from you, are gone. Brilliant silver-blue light spills into the train car from the windows. And Whenever you try to glance out the windows, it only seems to bring back the stabbing pain in your head. It's then that you realize that the train isn't just empty. It's still and silent. There is no click-clack of the wheels against the rails, no rumbling from the engine, just silence and a strange scratching sound coming from within the old man's abandoned trunk. What would you guys like to do? Uh, Egg starts screaming. Ah, I, I don't like it. Oh no,
4: I've lost the fucking voice now. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> it. I don't like it.
1: I, 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 Egg don't like it. I, I'm really fucking mad.
3: What can I see?
0: What's on the <laughs> outside of the window? Um, you, you, you look out at the windows, and it's just this silvery, like rippling light, and it does look like there's like shadows out there.
2: Have we? But been? then it's
0: not sh- shadows. It's like the movement of some shapes out in this, this void. This void of light. Is this the first
3: time we've been to Malifaux? or like do we know if this is are we I would still? Say in- for
0: three of you, yes. Um at some point Egg will have taken this journey before. I don't think I think it'd have been when he's very, very young. So he may have slept through it, he may not remember it.
3: And we're definitely the only ones on the train right now, yeah?
0: Yeah, the whole carriage is empty now. It's just you guys, you four sitting around um on 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 the benches on the seats and it's just you're the only physical presences of of people in the whole carriage
3: okay so what links all four of us right here right now what is it that ties us all together
1: my head really fucking hurts i've lost the fucking voice
3: what about you there you who hasn't spoken yet. Yeah. What's what, what's your name? With a hey, fucked up because, neck. Hey, Grant Dupont bad. wants to know what you're about.
0: Uh, you hear more banging coming from this suitcase.
3: We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. You there? <laughs> t- tell me. Yeah, hurry up and speak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear your voice.
4: <coughs> you make. You're making it really <laughs> s- sexual, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: well, hell there, people. I think we're in a bit of a situation, don't you? Wah, you wah,
2: wah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <not> trying.
1: <laughs> I could go to the other voice if you like. I could... <clears throat> What's the other voice? Well, hold on. It was really like this where he the voice. I can go like that. That's easy. You
4: sound to like do. you're pinching a log constantly. And that's what I mean. That's, oh. That's, oh, literally. Just a, go with what Sandy said. What was it, Sandy? <laughs> uh, it a was, mix of. Uh, Sinead O'Connor with uh, <laughs> Malcolm McConaughey uh, and Robert Downey Jr.
3: Come on, man. Speak up. We want to hear what you want to say. Uh, everyone here has had, had something to say, even that old man with the trunk. What say you, cowboy? <laughs> I think that guy in the trunk's dead. All that's left is his luggage.
1: We should probably find what's in that. We don't want to leave that.
0: You hear the sound of a voice? Like going... <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another bang, and it's coming from the trunk.
1: Suitcases don't normally laugh.
0: Yes,
4: well... Kick it, kick it. Kick it.
1: what was the
4: um, Kick it. Uh, what's the fucking thing I can do
0: so uh, general talent spiritual sensitivity you can sense uh-huh. spirits this character becomes aware of the presence of any character with the spirit characteristic with 10 yards do you want to reach out and uh, yeah t- touch faith I do want to reach <laughs> out and touch well. Grant DuPont wants to read it. reach out and touch faith describe to me what current DuPont's face looks like as he, uh, as he reaches out uh he kind of becomes a little bit more uh almost gaunt looking and withered mm. and uh his eyes flicker behind his eyelids. And, As you do and his hair starts to lift a tiny bit. Ooh. As you do, you reach through the whole carriage and there is no spirits here. <laughs> And then there's more banging coming from the case. And you can actually see the case jump a little bit on the, um, on the big shelf above where Cessa was sitting. It jumps up like something is trying to force it open.
3: Are you boys strapped? I got my katana. I got a few other bits and bobs as well. But uh, let's, let's just say uh, I'm, I'm pretty useful with a sword.
1: Let's say we um, investigate. All right, partner. Weapons drawn.
0: All right, as soon as you say weapons drawn, there is a big thump and you can physically see the uh, case jump like a foot in the air and land back on the lip of the compartment that it's stowed in. Then its weight starts to topple and it falls down, hits the floor of the carriage very, very hard and bursts open. And jumping out of it are uh, four marionettes. And I will show you them and then I'll describe them for the actual fact that we're on a podcast.
3: She's going to draw his katana.
0: We've got these tiny little mannequins, that, um wooden, creepy looking dolls. They've got um, hats on, either like uh, hats with bells, these purple hats with bells on or tiny little, almost like German... Um, mountaineer sort of like hats that the folk people wore their cheeks have got like rosy cheeks like and, and scrolls of paint on them or, or or red eye makeup they're wearing almost like a motley outfit with like bells on the feet and little shorts or like almost like a jester outfit and they're trailing these um strings and uh behind them as if they were attached to one of those um wooden uh crosses really that the the puppeteer holds and they jump and spring out of the case onto the floor and um, they just start giggling and walking in like a very creepy way towards you. All right. So your initiative track is Clyde first, followed by Egg and she and then Crank can go either or Clyde. Um, you're up first. You see these mannequins just pop out of the case. You've got two action points. Uh, what would you like to do in your turn?
3: um well uh i don't spend any action points to get both my guns out because it's quick draw for
4: me and then because i have two guns and the gunfighter pursuit then i can uh shoot twice no sorry shoot with both weapons but it counts as an advantage with one of them six six plus five eleven.
0: Eleven. uh eleven hits literally you pull your guns super quick uh let of two shots and blow both of its arms off It's still standing up and it just lets out this, <laughs> And uh, it looks down and it's got no arms So can I use the second AP to shoot again? Uh, I can't see why not Eight. Uh, You let out two more shots And these ones just go wide And start pinging into the back carriage Ending your go Egg, over to you, what would you like to do?
4: Uh, so Egg's gun is stored in his uh, bag Which is in the overhead locker because <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't really think short. i could openly walk out with a shotgun uh, i agree can i attempt to climb up there and get my gun out
0: yeah uh cl- so i'm going to say climb will be a one action uh what's your speed you can scale an object up to half your speed basically
4: okay
0: you're definitely gonna be able to do that fuck it don't even Spe- look you can speed is totally minus one. Oh really <laughs> um
4: <sighs> so does that mean I can? I go backwards. If I do it backwards, be minus. No, five.
0: let's say, do uh, uh, an athletics challenge for me. So what you're going to do uh, is you're going to draw, and
4: add my draw
0: an athletics and might to it. Four. Um, <laughs> that's really low. <laughs> do you want to cheat fate and that's swap one of your twist cards with the number you pulled?
4: No, I'm not. I'm, that seems like a really bad thing to, to be fucking around with a fates of.
0: Okay, um, you jump up to try and get up, and you can't reach uh, your your luggage. You just jump up, and you're just springing around on the chair, and you just can't get up. You can't get it up.
4: Um, can I attempt to climb the sides of it then? Is I'll have to do it the slow way.
0: Yeah, with do my it, other do, action. Do it. Do it again. I guess.
4: But I've got to use athletics. Oh, I did not think this. Yep. Through. So two add uh, 13,
0: 15. Uh, you easily get up there and you climb up there. And I'm going to say that as a free action, you can pull out your shotty, but that will be the end of your turn. She, um, you've had a gunshots ping off from the companion next to you. You've got a gremlin swinging from uh, the overhead compartment. What would you like to do?
3: Um, before they jumped out the trunk, I already drew my katana. So yep, you did. Um, I think I would uh, like to take a swing at uh, the marionette f- in front of me, please.
0: Excellent. So that would be a uh, close combat skill. So it's melee, a might and a a card.
3: Uh, Kodoki, so uh, my might is one. My melee is three. So that's four from the fate deck, yeah? Yep. The four plus 10, 14.
0: 14 hits. All right, so that was by four. So you have disadvantage to your damage flip modifier. So you draw two cards and you pick the lowest one. Or I pick the lowest one. I'll take three. So because you've got three, that's weak. So you take the lowest damage um, for that weapon. So what was the damage for that weapon? Two. So you reach out with your katana and you lop uh, one leg clean off. It jumps in midair, basically, and hops and it just flings a leg off and it scatters around. Uh, strike again. Hi! Oh.
3: Um, so same again. Katana attack. Same. Uh, same puppet say marionette um so i've got four for my melee and might and then it's a 12 so uh 16
0: oh. 16 all right on a 16 you've actually got advantage on your damage flip now so pick two uh, and uh tell me the biggest number uh
3: four damage or four
0: oh what so on a four, that is weak damage again. So it does two. Uh, it does a critical hit because it's, well, it's killed it basically. Um, just for the lols, can you flip a card for me? Yes. Three. Uh, what is the suit? The rams? Rams. Uh, you just cleave it straight in half across the chest. Uh, and this one just lets out a last like, and it just flies across the room and it's, it is gone. One down. Crant um, DuPont one's been hurt two are unhurt what would you like to do
1: i will whip it
0: 15 um all right you've hit but uh, it's gonna have disadvantage on the damage flip so that'll be a two so that's a weak strike it does your weak damage for that weapon the whip what is your weak damage for the whip
4: Whoosh! it's got damage
0: one slash two slash three so one so, i'm guessing so you reach out and whip Whoosh! And it uh, just whips it across the face and it kind of like spins around on the spot. And there's like some of the paint work's cracked off of it. Would you like another go with the whip?
1: Yeah. Would you like to
0: do something else? Okay. You can do the same thing. 14. 14. Uh, on a 14, um, you've got advantage on the damage flip. So it's 11 plus for advantage on the damage flip. So you've got uh, two and you pick the highest number. 11. That is enough to do him. Uh, again, you hit it, you whip it really hard in the chest and it punches all the way through and cracks the chest and it just crumples at your feet. Um, the mannequins are going to have a go and there's only two of them left. Uh, one of these puppets is going to um, move up to Egg, who is, I'm,
4: I'm up, up you're right. up, aren't you?
0: In that case, it's going to go to She because you're up above. Uh, it's going to uh, drag itself across to you out giggling whilst it does it and it is going to try and punch you with its fists. I'm gonna say that is a low hit. You take would take uh one damage, but because of your armour, it just punches you straight in in your armor and you take no damage. The other one is coming for um crant Dupont. Uh so it's a hit of nine. We'll say this does uh two damage against you. Are you wearing any armour?
4: Uh I've got a duster and trail gloves. <laughs>
0: that is going to be a real pathetic one damage to you as it just thumps you for one. All right, Clyde, um, over to you. You've got um, two mannequins left. One of them's already been hurt.
4: Okay, I will pop up. Nine plus five, 14, or yeah, nine, yeah, 14.
0: Okay, you you gun's still out. uh, You definitely hit. You're going to roll damage, and on a 14, that would be advantage to your damage flip.
4: 13 or three, so 13.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a high, um, s- severe one. Which will be th- four damage. Okay, you. Uh, I'm guessing you go for the one that you've got clear of sight on, which is in front of She, and you just shoot its head full of two bullets. Um, it just drops to the floor, doesn't even giggle, just slumps lifelessly down to the carriage. There's one left. You've got another action, if yeah, you want. So I'll go for the other pup. Three or six plus five, eleven. 11 to hit uh, 11 hits and that will again be advantage on the damage flip it will be
4: 10 or 8 so 10
0: this one's staggering around um you basically ping it in the head somehow there is a hole straight through it It turns and looks at you and you can see right through where your bullet's gone and it's still smoking a little bit and it just kind of like lifts one hand up waves and flops a little bit at you and then turns back uh to Krant and just giggles <laughs> and uh egg you your go
4: uh, so Egg kind of reloads his shotgun akin to Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2. <laughs> Here comes the pain! Uh, and I'm going to attempt to blast it away with my shotgun.
0: Uh, 14. 14 hits. That is advantage on your damage flip.
4: 2. 1. Better than
0: 1. Yeah. 8. Uh, 8. That is moderate, I believe. Uh, Which is bad because you've got blast, (laughs) which means both Krant, Dupont and she, you're going to get blasted too. So you just literally from the luggage compartment, crouch, pull this heavy looking shotgun and just, um, it flies this mannequin across the room to the other side. And it's just smoking inanimate on the floor. And yeah, four mannequins down. Uh, And I would say that she and uh, Clyde, because you're standing next to the gremlin that's just shot the shotgun at close proximity. Your ears are ringing, and uh, you are out of combat.
1: I got him! Fucking dead!
0: Is he still you green?
1: you me, motherfucker.
0: He's got some of his I'm getting more smeared. green by
4: the second. I'm getting smudged. I'm sweating.
1: Anyone know what the fuck these things are?
3: What did you just say? You've goddamn blow my ears off, man! <laughs>
1: Why? Why are you yelling?
3: Well, I I can't hear anything. Hey, are hey, you there? Can can you hear anything, Grant Dupont?
1: <laughs> Grant Dupont. Grant Dupont. You're welcome. By the way, I I'll save your life.
3: What? Are you thanking me for killing one of these here puppets? Yes. Yeah. And uh, she will bow. You're welcome.
1: Uh, you, uh, fella over there, the one, one with the sexy voice, um, can you hear me, or are you deaf as well? No.
4: Well, yeah, I can still hear you, but it's just. I'd rather not. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest, I'd rather not do you it. You talk
1: like you got pith in your mouth.
2: <laughs>
4: I, I wouldn't know what it sounds like to have piss in my mouth, brother, but here we go. This is what we I mean, get.
1: What's them um... <laughs> How <laughs> old are there? you,
4: by the way? I mean, telling grown you, men you, to...
1: you probably, You probably worked out that I'm, I'm not really a little boy.
4: You are dripping green, yes.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> You see, I'm, okay. I'm dripping makeup, and, uh, if my makeup is stupid, I'm acting um, I, I, I was adopted and taken to, the to, to Earth, see?
4: I, I don't believe I asked, but let's go find out what's in that suit. My real name is Egg.
1: My name is Egg.
4: <sighs> I'm Clyde. But
3: my name is Ed.
1: Fantastic. You go so.
3: My name is She Aizawa!
4: (laughs) 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 Like, Egg fucking almost hits the ceiling. Yeah, fucking just like. Like, and he's got the shotgun kind of fucking pointed right at you. Mm.
1: Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Whoa,
4: Whoa, brother.
3: Whoa, brother.
1: I'm kind of. I'm the jumpy type. Uh, You you don't want to mess with me. I used to blow a possum. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> can I go, go inspect the the, tr- the the luggage? Yeah, what well, the open case from which the mannequins came from. Yes, please. Yeah, you can have a look. And inside you see the severed uh, handles really that the puppeteer would control these from. There are four loose uh, these cross beams basically with some strings still dangling from them. Other than that, it looked like it was filled with these four mannequins and that was it. The case what, is empty. What
4: are they made out of?
0: The mannequins are made of wood.
4: Nothing sparkly, nothing out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah. No, uh just wood, there's bells on them. Um they look like regular wooden marionettes, which is pretty odd.
4: Could, could I pick up one of their heads
1: and be like to be uh not to be <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, it's the one that um Clyde shot a hole through.
1: I keep this in trophy <laughs>
0: And there's nobody else in the cut. Nothing nobody? No, no. At this point, I would say, um, I guess you're aware that, you know, out of the windows, you just just see this silvery blue ripples of light and stuff. And uh, I guess you might take a moment to reflect on this strange predicament. And some of you may have heard stories about entire trains of people disappearing as they pass through the breach. But until now, you'd assume that they were just that, stories. Trains go all the time from Santa Fe like three times a day at least, back and forth between Earth and Malifaux. This is exceptionally unusual. It should have been almost instantaneous, and you appear to be stuck somewhere in the middle. And as you contemplate this, your thoughts are interrupted by the sound of a scream coming from behind you, a few carriages away maybe. Uh, It's the sound of a man's scream. To the right of the train, as in going towards the front. Uh, going towards the back. back. Can we go to we'll see what's up? Yeah, do you all want to do that? Yeah.
3: I can't hear a thing, so then, I'll just follow along.
4: If that, like, Egg's gonna try and like really accentuate
1: his mouth as there's someone screaming at the back of the train
3: There's somebody eating lots of grain.
1: Mm. Um. <laughs> Grant Dupont doesn't eat grain.
3: <laughs> he's allergic. Crant <laughs> Gr- Dupont like... only eats green.
4: He'll <laughs> point to his gun, like he'll tap it, and then point down the direction the screaming's from.
3: Um, she will look at Crant Dupont and just give the, uh, I don't know what he's saying. Do you know? Kind of signal.
1: Crant Dupont. Thinks we should investigate this train.
4: And then, like, Egg will start walking down the carriage and he'll kind of beckon you to follow him. She will follow. Uh, He'll he'll also push in the front (laughs) as he's feeling brave with these people behind him. He'll, he'll like, crawl through um, Clyde's
0: legs. (laughs) Nice. There's a door at the rear of the car. Are you going to be the first one to go through it?
1: I'm going to open the door in three, two, and then open it on two.
0: You open the rear door of the train car and are immediately thrust into a world of brilliant silver blue light. All it takes is one glimpse out of the nothingness between dimensions and a glimpse of one of the strange creatures moving through that nothingness to convince you that nothing good can come from waiting in this strange limbo dimension. As you open this door and are about to step from, you know how like the trains have like this, Outside, like step almost, go from one carriage to the next. You're in that transitionary uh, place, and you can just see there is like this it's like an eel, but it's as big as like a cruise ship, like as big as like the Titanic, maybe. And it's that this eel just slithering through the cosmos, the space in this limbo. And it's got these glowing white eyes and it kind of flicks its head and looks at the train. And then with a a quick darting movement, just swims, flies, glides, moves off, back away. It is gargantuan and alien and it just loses itself in the ripples of light. There are things out in this limbo. Throwing open the door to the next car, you hurry out of the terrible light and into a prison car. The seats have been replaced with wooden benches built into the walls and shackles rise up from the floor. A smoking body in a smouldering guild uniform lies near the door, his partially melted rifle still clutched in his hand. The only other inhabitant of the room is a square-jawed man in a striped convict's uniform. He grins as you enter and you notice that his eyes are glowing the same silver blue as the energy surrounding the train. Care to help a bloke out? He asks as he raises his hands, revealing the heavy shackles that bind him to the floor.